Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. It's never been easier to communicate with people, but it's never been harder to know which platform you're supposed to communicate on. Here's a simpler solution. With call, meet, and message all in one app, Ring Central makes communication easy. With all that connectivity in the palm of your hand, you can work from anywhere with anyone at any time and never miss a beat. Because when it comes to communication, simple is better. Learn more at ringcentral.com. Ring Central, simpler communications. You're listening to the Sports Scramble Podcast, where four friends serve up a weekly plate of sports with a side of SEC bias. Now, here are your hosts, Chet, Jacob, Wade, and Tyler. Let's go! This bonus episode of the Sports Scramble podcast is brought to you by Buffalo Bayou Brewing Company. Head on down to Houston and see our friends over at Buffalo Bayou Brewery. Enjoy the great views and the brews. Make sure you check out my two personal favorites, the Wake and Bake and the Lighten Up. Can't go wrong with either one of those. All right, we're joined by national championship winner over at Mississippi State, uh, Logan Tanner. Now he's a catcher in the Cincinnati Reds organization. How you doing today, Logan? I'm doing well. How are y'all boys? Doing good, doing good. good. Watch some uh, some some of the early games. I was just telling the guys since I'm over here in Houston, I don't get the Saints games. They always either go to the Texans or the AFC team. Um, I was watching it on like an illegal streams website, and it was cutting back and forth, and I didn't know what was happening during the game. So it was a little frustrating. We didn't end up getting a win, but you know it is what it is. Got to make do. At least you lost y'all's boys. At least, yeah. yeah I mean. I was- you can't root against Joe Burrow, so <laughs> and good day. Yeah, I was. We were kind of uh, keeping Jamar down for a little bit, and he just had a breakout performance in the second half. So, I mean, they're playing out there in the Superdome. That's their home, so it is. You know, it is what it is. But you said uh, you were back in Starkville in the old stomping grounds. Yep, I'm out here. My girlfriend still goes to school here, so I came here. Gotcha, right gotcha. Got Hey, not a bad place to be right now, uh, especially with college football season going on. Um, you make it to any of the games up, out there? Um, I mean, I obviously went to a lot when I was in college, but I haven't been to any yet this year. I think I'm probably going to go to the Georgia game and then try to come down for the Egg Bowl, make it Oxford for the Egg Bowl. Yeah, yeah, that's that's one you can't miss. My first ever state game was the Egg Bowl back in – oh. Uh, like 2015, I think I don't think State would end up winning that. But I went there and I heard those Cowboys for the first time, and I was like, "Man, I got to get out of this stadium. I can't take this." <laughs> but it's definitely a tradition like no other. Oh, uh, loud! Yeah, no, it's it gets. I was just shocked with it, it's so consistent. Every it's like they ring them, and as soon as the play starts, it's done, or at least until they get the call off, and then they're just back to going crazy. So I mean, it, it's it's insane that stadium. Oh, yeah. 
I mean, y'all's, y'all's new baseball stadium, that's that's pretty crazy. The uh, new construction and everything, those suites out there in left field. What was it like? Uh, did you – you started off there. Was it uh, starting off in the new stadium or were you at the old one first and then got, got to play in the new one? Uh, I started off in the new stadium. Uh, okay. The year I got there, it had just gotten finished. And then, obviously, COVID happened. And, and right. Finally got to play a full season in there, get some big series. It was it was a fun time. I can't complain. Yeah, I, we haven't. Tyler, have you been up to uh, up there yet to see the new stadium? I haven't. I I've been to a couple games at the old dude, but ha- I need to get up there to the new stadium because that is nice. Yeah. It's probably one of the nicest stadiums in the country for sure. I would say the college stage for sure. I mean, it's got to yeah. be number one. Yeah, I mean, I yeah. we had. Uh, two of my cousins go there, and I always loved Alex Box down in Baton Rouge. But I mean, you can't compete with 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 that stadium. They got you can't stay at Alex Box. You can literally eat, sleep, and watch baseball at, at the dude. So. <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty insane. But all right, we'll kick it off. We got some questions for you. Just keep it light, keep it fun. Um, I texted you this one earlier because we always seem to stub our guests whenever I ask this one. Who's someone dead or alive you'd want to have dinner with? Um. I'm going to go with Tom Brady. Uh, he's my favorite athlete growing up, favorite player. So just getting to talk to him would be a really cool experience for me, and I, that'd probably be my, my pick. You know, he uh, he wasn't too happy today on the sidelines at his wide receivers uh, the Tampa Bay <laughs> game. It's not looking good this uh, year. Nah, it's not looking good. Nobody in NFC looks real good, in it, honestly. Yeah, yeah, the AFC is just killing it, and the NFC is going to limp into the playoffs and – I guess Rodgers will figure it out, right? Because that's how it works. They didn't look too great against the Jets. That's <laughs> for looked, sure. Look terrible. Yeah. So, I mean, we might have the Phillies uh, or the – not the Phillies, Phillies. the Eagles. The Philadelphia Eagles. I mean, The Phillies they, might win the World Series. <laughs> yeah. But the, the Eagles are the ones looking the best right now. So, but I mean, yeah, Tom Brady, that's a – that'd be an interesting conversation, just getting to pick his brain. Uh, I mean, because he's done so much. The the fact that he's still out there playing is crazy. Whether or not Giselle likes it or uh, likes it or not, we'll we'll see what happens with that. But uh, it's a uh, much anymore. Yeah, I uh, we were talking before the show. We were trying to figure out who you say. Tyler thought you might have said Mike Leach. Kind of pick his brain on what he's thinking on the sidelines. If, I don't uh, even if, have a conversation that long with him. <laughs> yeah, he'd like, be all over the place. I love him. I love listening to his uh, his interviews though. They are hilarious. Yeah, I mean, some of the one-liners he gives, it's, I mean, they're just great. So, Tyler, I'll let you take it away here with the next one. Yeah, what were some of the reasons, you know, that went into your commitment at Mississippi State and, you know, what stood out to the others? Um, I have been going to state games since I was 10 or 12 years old. Uh, I had I had offers pretty much anywhere I wanted to go. Uh, but, I mean, as soon as they, they offered me and – I had a bunch of friends that were committed, and I, I couldn't pass up that opportunity to play at my dream school. And it was just one of those things that I just – I couldn't not do it. And I, I couldn't live myself and not go to my dream school. So I just had to I had to go there. Yeah, no, that's uh, – I mean, getting to play for the team you, you root for growing up is definitely, you know, just an ideal dream. So – I got to live out my dreams playing intramural softball at LSU. Yeah. <laughs> Not wanted to play, <laughs> wanted to play baseball, but I wasn't good enough. Uh, so I got the intramural softball fixed. So there's that. But I mean, 
you, you go to your dream school, you win a national championship there. I mean, you got your best friends, like just, I guess, walk us through that season. I mean, that was just magical. Y'all were dominating everybody. You come in there, you're playing another SEC team in the championship game who maybe or maybe shouldn't have been there. You know, there was a little controversy around that one. But uh, y'all y'all end up getting the job done. Y'all were the best. Justice was served. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Justice was served. Um, I mean, we, uh, we kind of knew we had a shot during the fall. We were all talking about it. We knew we had a really good team. We, uh, we started off really well. First weekend or second weekend of SC play, we play Arkansas. They, they sweep us. So, you know, go through a little bit of adversity there. Go through the rest of the SEC year. We're having a really good year. We're, we're in contention to win the SEC, I think. It's, a, it's like us in Arkansas. And then we play Missouri the last weekend of the year, and, and they end up taking two or three and end up uh, ending our hopes of winning the SEC. So we, uh, we go to the SEC tournament, get two and queued, got ten run twice. Yeah, yeah. I was freaking out. It was hard, hard to be on Twitter at that time. But, um, <laughs> yeah, just got to block that out sometimes. Like yeah. People on there are nuts. Yeah. Then – we ended up getting a pretty good draw for our regional. We had, I mean, there's some good teams in our regional, but we got one of the better draws in the country, which really helped. And then Notre Dame, obviously, I, I thought Notre Dame was probably the best team we played the entire year other than Arkansas. And they came in, played us really well. We came out on top, thankfully. And then uh, we, I think we played Texas three times in Omaha, which mm. we already we played on the start of the year. And then we played them at the very end of the year. So just going back and playing them three times in a matter of like five days was was something tough, you know, because they're such a good team and they were they were a really good team that year. Um, had the the crazy comeback against Virginia. I think we were getting no hit through like seven and two thirds. Yep. Ended up coming back and uh, ended up winning like I think six five or something like that. We came back down from like five one. It was that was a crazy game. And then kind of got blown out game one of the finals. But uh, the whole team, it was just kind of this vibe. Like, it really didn't really matter. It was one of those things where we figured we were going to win either way. So we uh, come out the next two nights and, and blasted them for two days straight and ended up taking home the national championship. And it was uh, it was really awesome, especially bringing one to Starville, a place that's never had one and uh, in any sport. So doing that and, and being one of the first – the first uh, championships in school history was really cool. Yeah, and like the year before with it being COVID, y'all started off really strong, and then it just like kind of ended that season there. Um, so who knows what would have happened at the end of that. But like you said, getting to bring one home to just your dream school. And, I mean, like playing with your best friends. I know your buddy Landon's over there. He's pitching for the Diamondbacks now. I yep. mean, that's like that connection between a, a pitcher and a catcher is just like, I mean, that's a lifelong bond right there. Uh, I know back in high school, I, I was a little bit of a pitcher myself. Had a, you know, got on the mound some of the closing innings because I, I wasn't throwing fast. So it kind of just throw off the whole rhythm of the other team, which is, you know, having that catcher back there you trust, it, it makes a world of difference. So being in Omaha, you, you went twice, huh? Or just once during your college career? I went once. I went once. What a... What's the what's the hotel like situation there? They got y'all staying somewhere nice, or you're just in like the Holiday Inn down the road? Uh, we were in a super nice place. Uh, it was walking distance from the stadium. 
walking distance from all the tents and stuff. I mean, it was it was a really cool place. Uh, it was it was massive. It was I think it was probably the biggest one there. Um, but it was cool because after every game, all of our fans would be downstairs in the lobby and waiting outside the lobby to like welcome us, welcome us back to the uh, the hotel, which was awesome. And then obviously the night we won, I mean there was thousands of people in a hotel lobby, just mm. clapping and screaming. It was it was really cool. Um, but yeah, I mean they they didn't put us anywhere shabby. They put us in a really nice. Place. Yeah, there you go. Y'all, hey, y'all. as they should. I mean, pinnacle of college baseball. Um, Got to treat y'all, treat y'all right. I mean, that's a lot of games in, you know, a week or two. Um, so, yeah, you, you capped off uh, college life pretty well. And then um, into the draft, how did how'd that night go? And was it everything you had hoped for, you know, growing up as a kid playing baseball? Yeah, it was awesome. Um, I went in not knowing really where I was going to be in the draft. I, I heard anywhere from pick 30 to pick 80. So, and, you know, pick, it's like pick 50 comes around. Um, My agent calls me. He's like, Hey, the Reds want to take you at 55. Is, is that cool? I'm like, well, yeah, obviously that's cool. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) Um, so, I mean, they, they take me, I have a bunch with a bunch of family and friends. Uh, It was a, it was a great night to say the least, get to live out my dreams now and with the Reds and, and trying to help them win a lot of ball games, hopefully here soon. Were you up in Starkville when it happened, or you were uh, back home? You grew up in Hattiesburg, huh? Uh, I grew up about forty minutes west of Biloxi, and I was in Biloxi. Okay, yeah, I was in. Gotcha. Uh, we're all uh, the three. Jacob, Tyler, and I are all from Biloxi, so I got that, you. That's cool to see that you were down there watching it. Yeah. Oh, we got a. Uh, what a! I mean. In high school, I was reading, kind of reading your bio, and I saw a story about your mom, how she uh, played her college World Series. You were you were there in your first World Series, not actually being there, so that's pretty cool. Uh, but they mentioned something about how you used to have a pretty uh, pretty fast fastball there, you know, touching 96 miles an hour, and now you're switching to catcher. What kind of went into that decision? Um, do you still think you can maybe go up there and mix it up a little bit if the team needs you, come and close a, close a game out? Yeah, Shohei Otani, <laughs> pitch and catch. <laughs> Do that at state. I mean, I got, I got, uh, I got recruited as a pitcher, heavy going into college. Um, I could have went out of the high school draft as a pitcher. I didn't really want to. I, I wanted to prove I could hit and play every day. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I threw pretty hard. I, I still, I, I still think I can hop on the mound and and throw it pretty hard. I haven't done it in a while. I don't, I don't really like to hop on the mound at, at uh, trying to save my arm for everything I can catching wise, but. I think the last time I threw, I was like 95, 97. Uh, I was in a bullpen here at State, and um, that was my freshman year. So, But I, I definitely think, you know, if, if all else fails, I, I can't hit once I get to double A. I'm going to have to hop back on the mound, see if I can't throw it. <laughs> there you go. There it's you a go. contingency, I guess. <laughs> yeah, bad problem to have, or it's a good problem yeah. to have. Good yep, problem. yep. Yeah, so, so um, season, you know, go training, yeah, go, yeah, I'll go ahead. Uh, you know, in the off season, you know, besides training, you know, getting ready for you know the new season, uh, you know, what do you do to stay busy? You know, what are some of your favorite hobbies? Uh, I golf a ton. Love okay, golf. that's what I was gonna get into asking if you play golf or not. If you said yeah. yes, we'd have a great conversation. If not, I'd be like, all right, well, next question. 
Yeah, I, I love golfing. Some days I'm really good. Some days I shoot a 120. It really just depends on what day you catch me on. Yep, yep. But uh, I mean, I love it. I uh, I just I went in Augusta, Georgia, a couple days ago. Played there. Um, I live in Nashville now, so I'm probably gonna play a lot while I'm in Nashville. I mean, you only work out and hit for so long in a day. You got to find something else to do. Right. Um, play a lot of video games. Play COD a lot play a lot of cod play a lot of the show you know mm. anything i can do just to, to waste some time but i uh i would say golf's probably number one if i had to say yeah i got bit with that golf bug during covid and it hadn't released that's uh, what me too it was i had nothing to do I just sitting at the house y'all couldn't play y'all couldn't go out there and play uh play ball so i mean hey grab a group of buddies baseball players tend to be some of the best golfers and the worst golfers around. I think it's the most <laughs> inconsistent with our game. Very uh, so did you start off hitting a slice and you've kind of dialed it back or you've just been pure ever since you picked up the club? Um, I used to, uh, I used to slice it a little bit and then I kind of worked on it. I've got a little bit of a draw now. I mean, I've, I've taken probably a couple thousand swings just off a tee at the, uh, at the driving range, just trying to fix my slice. It was it was pretty bad when I first got out there. Just, you know, you, you're trying to swing it like a baseball bat, and mm-hmm. it's not the same swing. So just trying to figure out how that adjustment works and, and bringing it into play. But, I mean, every now and again, I'll still get the old power slice. So I got to I gotta keep that in check. You dial it back. I call it a Scotty fade because, you know, Scotty shuffles it out there. He's got a little bit of a fade on there, but he can dial it back into the fairway. Yeah. So we, uh, I haven't reached that yet. Uh, so you said you were up in Augusta. Did you actually get to play Augusta National or some of the courses around there? I just played one of the courses there. Augusta National, basically impossible to get into. You gotta, yeah. you gotta I mean, know somebody that know somebody yeah. that, yeah. I mean, you got. I think you got to work a caddy at at the Masters. It's it's ridiculous trying to get in there and play. So, uh, I mean, maybe one day I'll have enough money where I can just buy myself around. They'll just be like, yeah, that's enough money. So, hopefully, but I doubt it. Yeah, I mean, get, just getting to, to at least be in that city has got to be pretty cool, seeing Magnolia Lane and whatnot. Uh, there's a cool course up in Nashville. It might be outside of Nashville. I think it's called Troubadour. You can go out there and play no shoes on. You can play speak uh, music. Just base it's like party golf they call it. They got a lot of the country singers go out there and play. It's not like a serious golf course, but it's well, like pristine condition. Yeah, so you don't have to. Play, I try not to play very seriously until I, you know, triple bogey my third hole in a row. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Hey, playing loose is one thing, but playing with no shoes. I mean, that's. Uh, I, don't I don't even know. know if I've heard of that one. Out <laughs> uh, there trying to swing a golf club. Yeah. yeah. I've uh, I've blown my shoes out one time and had to finish with no shoes on. It's uh it's not easy, but it puts you I guess like one with the turf. I mean John Daly used to do it, so and he was a pretty good golfer back in the day. So, yeah, John, uh, animal. Yeah, so you get out there, rip some cigs and some diet coke, and have a good old time. Oh, <laughs> uh, Jacob. I mean Jacob's like our our honorary golfer here on the podcast. He's the the high school golf coach. Was going to try to knock it around with San, Sanderson's Farms and didn't make it out there. I mean, Jacob, you got any you got any swing tips you can give Logan here? Some free lessons, man. Shoot, get him out there, scratch golfers. <laughs> shoot, you come back to town? Yeah, absolutely, man. Yeah, I uh, 
I, w- I wouldn't mind it. Yeah, I like going out. I play. I like playing with anybody, whether whether you be new or or you've been playing forever. So, nah. Uh, it's good that you got into it. Yeah, I noticed a lot of people kind of got into to golf during COVID, and it's kind of taken off. You know, being a major sport now with a lot of people in their in their twenties and, and early thirties. So you know, it's it's pretty big. Um, but it's good to see that you took it up. Yeah, and I played with a lot of guys in in high school. Uh, that were baseball players and man they swung that club so fast and it was just like they had a hard time dialing it back and just like man you ain't gonna swing for the fences every single time and i'm sure yeah, that way with baseball too <laughs> yeah I, I, as hard as i can just in case i hit it pure <laughs> yeah I've, I've learned lately i don't know what it is the harder i swing the better i hit it so now by like you get it right whole 15 i'm gassed Cause I'm just like swinging out on my shoes every, every drive, but it's a, uh, I mean, it's one of those games where it's a love hate relationship. You hate it while you're out there, but you hit that one good shot and then it's just like, yeah, good shot. Brings Bring it back, back in. Um, oh. What's uh, what's, what's your lowest score you've had so far that you've posted? Uh, when I was playing a lot, when I was playing a lot, I think I shot a 79. That ain't too shabby. Uh, Times a week, I was playing. I was playing a ton. Yeah, what's what's the courses like up there in Starkville? I got some pretty good courses. Um, the school course is is pretty nice. Um, there's Mossy Oak, which is about thirty minutes away, and then there's Old Waverly, which is about thirty minutes away, and they're they're like pristine courses. Mm-hmm. And then you have like a little nine hole course that that's kind of the course you kind of go screw around on get hammered with your buddies yeah, yeah. You know, kind of suck nobody really cares that's that's the course we usually play but if you want to go play some nicer golf there's there's obviously places to play i feel like rolling up with a you know a championship ring maybe on and tapping it on the starter's desk he, he might get you a, get you around out there at one of the nice courses get you some pull <laughs> maybe i haven't tried that one yet i may have to pull that one out the book oh man you got to i mean it's just a open opportunity for you um so, when you're uh, in season, what's life like on the road? I imagine you don't have too much time to, to get around in and travel. You know, it's pretty long. Y'all go on like 10-game road stretches, I believe, right? Yeah. Uh, we went on a 12-game a road stretch while I was in Daytona. You get every Monday off, so that's kind of like the day you can play. Or you can you can play after your game on Sunday because the Sunday games are like 12. Sure. But guys just want to hang out but most guys that went and played they play on that monday off that's that's usually the best the best time to play um i mean there's not i mean there's not much time to do anything every game's at seven o'clock at night so you're at the field at one thirty, two o'clock and then you're getting a full practice in so there's not much time to do anything else other than other than baseball so yeah a lot of time on the bus and i guess um you know time on the field in between games but uh yeah. Luckily, they redid those divisions and saved some of the travel for you guys. Uh, I know that previously it was really, really rough. Um, some of the bus rides. Yeah, there, there was some. Some of the guys I was talking to said it's pretty brutal. Once the uh, upper levels, like there will be like seven, eight hours, and I just uh, can't wait for the back pain every time. <laughs> yeah. bus, two hours. You'll be looking back on it one day when you're in the big leagues, flying from. City to city, he'll say, oh, maybe yeah. I missed that a little bit. 
Uh, what's a what's like a, a good spot you usually hit on the road to eat while you're while you're traveling? I mean, everybody kind of fend for themselves, or they got the team lunches, or or what what's your go to meal? Um, they have team lunches and dinners, but I'm a big Chipotle guy. I mean, I eat Chipotle like six meals a week. That's Man, about. You can't beat it. That, that's that stuff's amazing. Yeah, it's, it's good. It's good protein. It's not too terrible for you so i mean I, I try to eat a little bit healthy just so i don't you know have terrible well, terrible gut they, health they got a uh kind of chipotle's biggest competitor moe's and i believe it's in like y'all's you know student union on starkville because i like moe's is, probably, moe's is probably like my favorite restaurant out there Chet now, is a I'm in, boy. now i'm in houston <laughs> yep. we don't we the closest one was college station and they closed it during COVID. so like every you have time real I mexican back, food in houston though you it doesn't matter I got most Southwest Grill. Most Southwest Grill, the Chipotle Ranch that I just put it on everything, but I've had to settle for Chipotle now, so it's it's definitely not a bad choice out there. Oh, um, when so we uh we had a you know intramural softball team I kind of mentioned beforehand, and we just like to go out there and have fun. We had walkout songs for for every game, every at bat, uh, kind of you know give you some confidence, pimp your stuff on the way up there. What a what was your walkout song in college, or if you had multiple ones, what's like your favorite one you had? Um, I had a few. I'm a I'm a big old school rap guy when it comes to walkouts. Uh, mm. I did "Juicy" by Biggie my freshman year, and then uh, I did DMX. What song did I do? Uh, Rough Riders Anthem. I did that my yeah. sophomore year, and then last year I did uh. It was a good day by Ice Cube, so I, I'm, oh, that's that's a, that's a classic right there. Yeah, so I, I know I enjoy the old school rap. I feel like it's a little bit of a vibe. It's not really mumbly, you know. Mm. So I uh, that's what I kind of went with all three years. Do you get them now in the minors, or uh, y'all get to choose a song, or is it just kind of? Yeah, yeah, we did. We did get to choose one. I did. Uh, I did Cowboy by Kid Rock. I switched it up a little bit. Um, probably gonna go back to old school rap, but you know, I'll just try to switch it up a little bit every now and again. Yeah, no, I mean, the walkout song I feel like is just kind of it's like your entire personality, you got to put it in and just get you pumped up for that at bat. It's either you walk out looking cocky as hell and then you strike out, it's kind of embarrassing, or you pimp yeah. it all over the fence and then you look like a badass. So, yeah, absolutely. But Fudge, I'm gonna let you. You've been quiet down there. I'm. A, I know you joined in a little late. I'm gonna let you, let you hit him with a question. Hey, so you know, I don't know how much the guys got into you know, uh, you know, the actual like details of baseball. You know, at bat to at bat. But you know, what's one thing being a catcher? You know, pitching changes. Whether that be you know your connection with a guy on the mound. Um, is there a lot you know that goes into those connections off the field too, as well, you know, outside of practice, you know, between you and you and the pitching staff, um, you know, what adjustments, you know, are made, you know, versus, you know, playing college ball and then, you know, playing minor league ball, you know, what are some adjustments that you see, you know, different for each pitcher? Um, College, you, you really get a feel for how a guy likes to, likes to operate and, and your buddies with them because you're with them every day. You're, you're hanging out off the field. You're, you're at practice every day. You do everything together. And then, you know, minor league ball, it's a little more separated. It's a little more single one-on-one type stuff. Um, 
and you know you're not speaking the same language as every guy so getting getting to be comfortable with them and and how they like to operate and trying to talk to them is a little more difficult it's something i'm still learning to do um but i mean college it's it's pretty easy i mean you're you're your buddies with everybody that's your friends that's that's your friend group that's who you're with all the time and uh i, I mean i liked it i mean i always had good relationships with the guys in college uh and just, you know, you get to minor league ball, you might be with a guy for a week. You might be with a guy for a month. You might be a guy for the whole season. But you still have to learn them and, and how they like to do stuff and, and how their, their mind operates whenever they're on the mound. So it's a, it's a little bit of adjustment, but it's, uh, it's one of the things I love. It's my, I love being a catcher because of that and, you know, like calling a game. I love calling my own game and, and just focusing on the, the small details that make a big difference in a game and, and I think that's one of the big things that that kind of misses in today's baseball game is it's it's more about hey I'm gonna throw as hard as I can or I'm gonna I'm gonna hit it as far as I can. I think just you know some of the small details in the game are are what need to come back to have a little more clean game because some of these games are kind of sloppy. But you know postseason baseball that's where you watch it and they're everything's clean because that's the best teams in the league. They know what they're doing. They're they're all accustomed to each other. They. They just play clean baseball. That's why they're in the playoffs. That's why they win every day. So, I mean, I think just bringing that back, I think that would uh, clean up the game a little bit. Yeah. And do you feel, you know, also guys out there having a tough time on the mound, you know, do you kind of take that role to go out there and kind of calm them down? You know, what's your strategy, you know, going out there? If that is the case, you know, what's your strategy going out there and to do, you know, to calm them down a little bit? Um, It's different with different guys. Um, You know, like Landon. You don't really have to tell him much. He, he kind of knows if he's doing something wrong. He knows what he's doing. You just he he's he's his own motivator. He's his best own motivator. So just talking. You don't really have to talk much to Landon because Landon knows what he's doing. And there's some guys you you kind of have to encourage and give confidence to, and uh, just talk them through that. And and you know, you know, pat him on the back and say, hey, you're good. You got it right here. Just just come back and be better. And then you know, you got guys like Landon, Will Bednar. Those guys are are guys who kind of know themselves and and they have a lot of self confidence. So it's not it's not much of a not much of a job to try to give them confidence and encourage themselves. So just figuring out how a guy thinks and what his mindset is is that's kind of one of the hardest things because then some guys don't talk at all, so you don't know what they're thinking. They just have the same expression the whole time, which you know that's that's the hardest guys to get a get a beat on and and learn what they like to do. So. It's a it's a little bit of a struggle, but it's it's a fun struggle. You can really understand a guy if you get him out there and play eighteen holes with him on a Monday. Try try to figure out what makes him tick, what what kind of motivation he likes. Um, you mentioned about uh, calling your own game. Do you get to do that often uh, now in the minors, or is that more of a thing they trust you over at, at state to do, or kind of what goes into that? Um, every every game, I call every game in the minors. Okay, kind of one of the things they want you to learn how to do. Um, I called a good bit at state, uh, really depending on who was pitching. Uh, but minor leagues, their, their big thing is like guys learning how to call games. And the best way to learn is just to do it instead of, you know, have a coach tell you what the, what the pitch every time. So, right. I mean, it's, uh, it's fun. That's probably one of my favorite things. Cause I love, you know, reading swings from a guy. What it's like a chess match. What's that guy thinking versus what I'm thinking versus what the pitcher's thinking. And then can mm-hmm. me the pitcher get on the same page and then try to put, the guy hitting away. It's 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 fun. Yeah, a little bit of mind games out there. Uh, 
So Tyler, I'll let you uh, ask him another serious question. Tyler's <laughs> a serious guy. I like to have fun, but Tyler likes to get into the analytics. Oh my gosh. So yeah, you played in the best conference in college baseball. I want to know, you know, you went on the road a lot. What was the, you know, that one stadium that was like the most hostile on the road? Most hostile. Um, I, fans weren't really that hostile to me, but there was some loud ones. Um, you didn't play outfield. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I didn't, yeah. I, some of my buddies that play outfield said it gets pretty brutal out there. But um, A&M was really loud. Um, Arkansas was, was really, really nice and really loud. Um, Ole Miss, it wasn't as loud as I thought it was going to be, but it, it's a nice stadium. But my favorite stadium to play in was South Carolina. Uh, it was – it's just a really nice stadium. It's a really nice park, and they had a decent amount of fans there that weekend. Um, LSU, when we played them, it was the first weekend SEC play my sophomore year, and there wasn't very many fans there. It was kind of cold. It was just after COVID, so people were still kind of mm. worried about stuff. So right. – uh, it was a nice stadium. I can see why why people would think it's really fun to play there for sure. Yeah, no, uh, the outfielders they don't they don't get any any letdown during those games. It might be a little better view behind the plate, not yeah. have to take a bunch of crap from all the rich fans that aren't yeah. gonna. <laughs> yeah. that'll, that'll, that'll respect the game and not heckle you <laughs> the whole time. So we did a little bit of heckling back in our day with that that right fielder out there. Oh. I, I think it's funny. Yeah, it's it's always a fun time. It's all a good fun. It takes Sometimes, research too. You gotta look yeah. up, you know, yeah, important facts on Instagram and bios and Perfect. all that. Find out everything about them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We had one guy from Hawaii pretty pissed out there. It was, uh, I think, one of our super regionals, uh, or not that it's a, no, it was, uh, it was the State. first weekend of the year. <laughs> yeah, they came yeah. all the way from Hawaii to play. Uh, it's kind of random, but yeah, he wasn't ready for SEC ball. <laughs> yeah, he. Yeah. I, I think they swapped him to left field and then swapped the right fielder over because he told the coach he was getting so much crap he couldn't take it out, out there. So I saw you tweeting something about your fantasy football team. How's it looking this year? Um, One league, I think I'm four and two. Another league, I'm three and two. And then no, I'm three and two in two leagues. And then I'm one and four in my, my big league. With all my friends, I've had 160 points scored against me three weeks in a row. Mm-hmm. Absolutely ridiculous. That'll do it. Yeah, I mean, I scored 155 two weeks ago, and the guy I was playing scored 173. I, I mean, at this point, I'm like, what? What more can I do? So, try not to get too mad, but I'll, I'll check the score on Sundays, like every five minutes, and want to <laughs> on through the TV. So, you know, it's it's one of those things. It's a love hate relationship, but it's it's uh. It's it's been better. It's been worse. So I can't complain. Yeah, I uh, I had the first pick in our league this year because I lost it and took Jonathan Taylor. Got to. Yeah, has, yeah I think he's got to combine like thirty points the entire yeah. season. So it's not great. Tough. It's tough. I'm working towards the first pick. You know, I'm uh, sitting in last, so I get to start scouting who's going to be the number one pick next year. Um, Take Justin Jefferson. Uh, yeah, I honestly, should he, he's a point hog, so he don't have to score to get. 30 a game so yeah I know it's, what he's doing is just insane it's either him or Cooper Cup I think Cup's been the most consistent yeah out of anybody I this mean year. you can go we our Cup ended up falling like seven in our draft and I was like why are people not taking him 
and I had like mm-hmm. pick thirteen. So I took, I think I took Tyreek Hill and who else? I took, I took another guy. I took two receivers back to back, two big receivers back to back, and you know I was like, dude, how are y'all letting Cup fall so low? And lo and behold, he's wide receiver one again, averaging like twenty five a game. It's just one yeah. of the. Yeah, I, I'm thinking I should have taken him number one, but I don't think I would ever heard the end of it if Jonathan Taylor, you know, has a repeat of what he did last year. But yeah, just, sure. just stuck with my gut there. Hey, I was gonna, I was going to ask you, you know, these guys here kind of we kind of have a, like a strategy like going into like the start of a fantasy football draft. You know, kind of Tyler's kind of our analytics guy when it comes to you know fantasy football. So you know, what's your strategy? Do you go you want to go RB RB? Do you go wide receiver wide receiver? Or you kind of mix it up. Uh, I'm a big no RB guy. I stay away from running backs. Too inconsistent. You know, get hurt way too often. So I try to go big receivers and then, you know, stack up receivers, try to get a top tight end, top five tight end pretty early. You know, if push comes to shove, I need a running back, I can always trade a receiver for a couple running backs. So that's kind of how I think about it because most guys are are going to pick a guy in the first round like a Najee Harris and – Look at he's not he's he's averaging twelve a game, and I took Tyreek Hill and he's averaging twenty five a game. So I'm I'm not mad about the pick I made there. Yeah, yeah. Definitely I'm gonna have to start listening this to year. Yeah, start listening to Logan and not Tyler for next year for the draft. <laughs> Just take full wide receivers. Tyler has some good receivers now. You know yeah, he's yeah. he's on the rebound. I'm gonna win this week. So. so. Uh, My strategy is don't pick guys who hate football and want to quit their team. <laughs> uh, I've had like two guys like just quit playing football. So Cam Akers, I'm looking at you. <laughs> yeah, I had uh, what two years ago, Leonard Fournette and Le'Veon Bell both get cut the day after we had our draft. So they were my one and two picks. Not- so that <laughs> that didn't work out great for me. Nothing's right. worse than being in the championship and Antonio Brown just piecing out against the Jets last year. He almost cost yeah, me. That was- <laughs> <laughs> So, oh, we can't let you go until we hear about what you, your Mississippi State Bulldogs. I had them pick to beat Ole Miss at the end of the year, have one SEC loss to LSU, and go to the SEC uh, or represent the SEC West in the, in the SEC championship. Yeah, they looked that great last night. What's your take on the team right now? Um, kind of a hot cold situation. Looked really good for two weeks. Looked abysmal the next week. So. You know, I think we find a little bit more consistency. We, uh, I don't know if we beat Alabama, but I think we play them well this week. Um, and I think we have somebody else. Then we have Georgia. Or mm, that's a tough back to back there. That's that's pretty brutal. That's two of our next three games. Um, you know, if we end the year eight and four, beat Ole Miss in the Egg Bowl, I can't complain. As long as, as long as we beat Ole Miss, that's all I really care about. Yeah, that, so, that's a win for the season for yeah, sure. That's a win for the year. We go one and eleven, beat Ole Miss. It's fine. <laughs> Does the rivalry carry over to the baseball team when y'all play them? Is it still yeah. like one of those? I wouldn't really call it a rivalry. I mean, we've we've owned them for like the past five years. <laughs> there you go. Um, but I mean, yeah, it, it it definitely carries over. It's an intense series every year. It's always a good series. Always a bunch of good games. Um, but it, it's fun. Uh, I, I love playing those guys. It's in state. Everybody, everybody kind of grew up playing against each other and, and everybody knows each other. So, I mean, it, it's a really fun series to play. Yeah. The school up North. It's, uh, that's the, yeah. I have a koozie in my, in my pantry. <laughs> yep. The, uh, so 
I mean, y'all are playing Alabama at a at a bad time. They're gonna be, Nick Saban's gonna have them boys yeah. ready to go next week. I, I didn't want them to win, but I didn't want them to lose, or I didn't want them to lose because every time we play them after a loss, they beat us by fifty. So yeah. keep it a little closer. Maybe we they bust a couple coverages deep. We maybe throw the ball deep once or twice. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that, that's gonna be a it's gonna be a shootout, is what I'm thinking. Will Rogers gonna be ready to rock and roll. I mean, that air raid offense from Mike Leach should uh, – it's going to be – they're going to have a test on their hands, that's for sure, especially in Tuscaloosa. Yeah. Um, so, we'll hey, maybe you'll bring them some luck coming on the show. We've had a few people come on and give upset picks, and uh, they end up being right. So, it's just like college game day with the headgear. So I love uh, LSU versus Ole Miss this weekend. I do like that. I do like that matchup. That's going to be a good one for sure. Yeah. yeah. A lot of points. Knock sure. off the ribs for you. We'll see. Take the over. It, it depends on which LSU offense shows up. That, that's yesterday. I think they got a pretty good shot. Yeah, so it's it's kind of giving vibes of the. I wouldn't say the 2019 team because we're nowhere near that. Oh but no, you can't even have that in good, the same sentence. Tennessee having is a, though. Yeah, I'm having a good offense. Man. Yeah, that's what I was telling y'all that I was watching Tennessee and I was like, "This is 2019 LSU. Great up pace offense. Defense is a little." Iffy at times, but they get the it's job done. It needs to happen. Games. Yeah, so that, that, that Georgia game will be a good one. I'm ready to watch that one in a couple. Oh of yeah, weeks. yeah. That that's in Athens, isn't it? Yeah, that'll be yeah. that'll that'll be a fun one to watch. Yeah, for sure. So, well, I got one last question for you. I saw you had some tattoos down your arms. What do, what do they mean? What's your favorite one? You kind of break them down for us. Um, I've got a uh, man on the moon. With okay. A space. Uh, I've got, golly, can't figure this out. Dyslexic or something. Uh, I've got my birth year. I've got a cross. I've got an arrow with some feathers, a uh, Nordic compass, um, some words. I got my mom's favorite flower on my upper arm. I've got, mm-hmm. I got one on my right arm, just a couple words. I got one on my leg, a couple words. I just get random stuff, you know, if I see it, uh, like, that looks cool. I'm going to go get it tattooed on me, and that's just kind of what happens. I don't really go in with a plan. I just, yep. you know, I'm an impulse type of guy, so I just go in and, and get whatever looks cool that day. Hey, nothing wrong with that. I've got a buddy with the Wrangler logo tattooed on his butt cheek. He's always <laughs> wearing his Wranglers. So, but, hey, we appreciate you hopping on this uh, this afternoon, Logan. Uh, maybe get you back to watch the end of that Chiefs-Bills games. What's, what's the score, Tyler? Do you know? I have no idea. It is a snoozer. It's three to seven Bills, or I'm sorry, Chiefs in the second quarter. So Wow. Yeah, yeah. I took, I, Nick in the uh, red zone earlier, and then obviously Allen fumbled in the red zone, so it's been just yeah. brutal. I bet the over on that game. I don't think it's going to happen. That's, that's uh, <laughs> like, over three for me. Up there, ridiculous. Yeah, so we'll see. But, yeah, we appreciate you coming on. We're going to be rooting for you this season. When's uh, when's y'all season start up? Uh, I imagine you get a little bit of time off with the MLB season uh, wrapping up. Um, I don't go back to Arizona until February, and then I think we start playing in April. So, okay. I mean, I've got a, I got a while kind of downtime to, to work out, hit, hang out with some buddies. So. Work on that golf game, get you, get you down to a scratch golfer. Yeah, yeah I don't know about scratch. <laughs> no, a little more consistent maybe. Yeah. Well, we, we appreciate you hopping on. Uh I don't know if you want to plug your Twitter. You might be one of the uh, – get you up get that following up. I think it was like Lotan19 or something like that. Yeah, yeah, that's it. 
All right. Well, yeah. Well, everyone, that's Logan Tanner. He's currently uh, playing for the Cincinnati Reds. You're still with Daytona Tortugas, huh? Yeah. Uh, I don't know where I'll be next year, but that's where I end okay. up. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, hopefully we'll see you. Uh, maybe we'll see you come through Biloxi and play the Shuckers one year. Absolutely. So that'll be pretty cool. Get to a little hometown crowd. So, yeah, appreciate you coming on. Uh, have a good rest of your evening. Appreciate you all. See you, boys. Yeah, thank you. See ya. What's up, everyone? Let me tell you about a company called Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or even your computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. Download the Anchor app now or go to anchor.fm to get started. Thanks for listening to Sports Scramble. Make sure you check out our other two shows, College Football Coast to Coast on Mondays at 3 o'clock and SEC Talk on Tuesday nights at 8 p.m. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Here at the Container Store, we believe you shouldn't be limited to just one happy place. Your home should be full of them. That's why we're giving you 30% off every custom alpha space. From closets and pantries to playrooms, offices, and garages, you can transform any area with alpha and save 30%. Here's another happy thought. Our design specialists will design your space for free. Get ready to discover your new happy place at the Container Store. Visit us in-store or online to get started with a free design.